Before we start, we would like to thank Ryle for making this possible. If you want to know more about Ryle, go to ryle.space, that's R-I-L-E dot S-P-A-C-E. Crutes walks onto the stage with one of her eponymous large purses and sits front stage, uncentered, actually slightly too far for us to see everything. She starts to cautiously take a strange array of stuff out of her bag. Some old aluminum foil, random objects, usual and unusual junks that tend to sediment in the depths of our handbags. It is hard to see. It is as if she's building a small world from these knickknacks. Soon, salt drops from the sky of this micro world. It pours over the landscape. Here a few drops, there a massive avalanche. It is hard to see. Krut seems to build a world with the same dedication we usually attribute to a child. What an adult audience could describe as randomly absorbed, deeply committed, and yet uninterested, paying no attention, yet aware of who might be the audience of her activity. She takes another handful from a bag and lays colorful figurine amid the decor. She dips further, a thread that she will use to attach a dinosaur figurine. She then stands and goes for a walk with the dinosaur. She walks the small dinosaur, handheld from the thread. The dinosaur goes on a walk across the vast land of the stage. On their path, the dinosaur meets other animals, some discussing and telling prophecies in the dark. It is hard to see. That was a memory of Kurt Jorak's performance portfolio titled Presentation, performed in 2012 at Impulse Tanz. And this podcast is made on the occasion of the release of a monograph on the work of Kurt Jorak titled Animal, Family, Not a Bad Mood, Audience, Not Sleeping, Bad Mood. The monograph is edited and published by Galerie. If you want to know more about Galerie, go to galerie.international, that is G-A-L-E-R-I-E dot I-N-T-E-R-N-A-T-I. O N A L. Thank you for listening. Hello. Hello. Hey, hello. Here is Galerie and Kurt Jurak. It's the first time that we get the chance to gather, but not gather uh, physically uh, together, but that we are the three of us. Um, Cruz Jurak, uh, Simon, Asensio, and Adriano, Wilfred Jensen, uh, AAK Gallery. And uh, we are here tonight to discuss about uh, 
a book uh, that uh, we made together. But things is that now you have like a hard copies, Kruth, and uh, yeah, hard cover. I have a soft. It's soft. Uh, it's not hard cover. It's soft cover. It's true. Let's say, yeah, it sounds good. Mm. Yeah. So the title is uh, Animal Family Bad Mood, but actually Audience and Bad Mood again because not sleeping. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm. And it's handwritten on top um, by, the, by the gallerist, by the published publisher. Yeah, it was all existing things and I um, had a kind of a, a one week in the Tanskut uh, two years ago and every day I showed then excerpts from various works and that's how this stuff got um, categorized into animal, family, audience, bad mood, sleeping and so on and yeah, so this this was the starting point, I guess, because the material is more or less the same. And, and what took you guys so long to, was to write the introduction. Because the design, if I, I've, as far as I can see, it's also not, it's like re, um, recycled. So you've used, you copied and pasted the same out, um, like everything is like it was on the internet and it's, so it's a collection of very different type um, fonts and layouts and yeah, a couple of photos too. Yeah. And also we started to work on this publication because we were representing uh, some of your work in the gallery, which uh, is a Nimetel gallery for Nimetel artworks. And uh, we were representing works of yours such as bad mood or internal conflicts or performances for pets uh, a work that you do in collaboration with Alex Bailey mm. and yeah so it was like quite some time that also I mean we we've known each other so for some years you've been also um, our teacher uh, in different workshops um, and also a, a friend But, but uh, yeah. what else could we do then? What can, I guess anything that would like introduce uh, a bit what you do uh, would be relevant for the people who might be interested in the book. Yeah, I'm well, first of all, it's like very strange for me to imagine that someone would be like, yeah, I guess I wonder if this book is relevant for me. Oh, and yeah. I'd be like, I'm sure it's not relevant for you. <laughs> So that, that's out of the question. Uh, that question is out of the way. Um, but I do think for some people it might be funny and um, some parts are funny. Mm. Um, for example, if someone is like a young person and they're struggling in school, I think they, they could be quite fun for them to read the my thesis from um, art school where I just try to fail or I, I just don't want to do it and I 
I record all my conversations where I kind of say that I can't do it because I'm in a bad mood and then I I kind of get away with it fully like they even the first time when they fail me uh, I record that too and and when I type that defense discussion into the thesis they are like that's great uh, congratulations and uh, so I graduated and I didn't um, I felt like I, I had fun Mm. It could be fun to read. In fact, it is in in a at least one art school. It's uh, in compulsory reading literature. So, I guess in order for no one to be doing that <laughs> again, because <laughs> it's tempting. I, I mentioned it's tempting. Yeah. Yeah. Would you recommend it to someone? Um, yeah, to quite a bunch of people. Yeah. Um, in the way of how, uh, in my opinion, how it can talk about uh, uh, the practice of of, a, of an artist dealing with performance, but without really uh, uh, capturing what the the performance is, but finding ways of uh, talking about it or describing it or understanding it without knowing or or capturing it. And I think it's quite uh, interesting to be able to deal with performance in that way. It's like uh, also bringing um, uh, questions that performance should not necessarily happen on stage, but also can happen through reading or seeing an image. So it's actually very COVID uh, friendly because I mean, now everyone's pondering how to do stuff not in the theater mm. um, yeah there are there are ways but recently someone told me Pia Lawrence um, from ACOS and she said that she's doing performance to get to the root of the root of the problem or the where the questions arise of what is being an artist or what is art and cultural activities actually to the root of everything is in performance. I, and I couldn't agree more with her. Like it is actually, I, the other explanation that I give myself is that I'm doing performance because of laziness, because I don't feel like buying materials uh, or deciding for, or also having skills to, to use those materials, but the that's one side of it, and the other side is that it's the root of the problem. It's like performing yourself, whoever you are, artist or not artist, is it's that's that's where performance is. So it's not foreign as performance art as something super weird or or you know restricted to the to the um, the people who studied art <laughs> but yeah when i i like to think that it's actually everywhere everything is can has has a thing with performance but there is this old fairy tale in the east estonia or russia it's about a creature 
that is not part of the situation. Not bird, not animal, they say. It is a bat. The story is that, first of all, the animals of the world decide to together clean up the mess that is the earth. They gather around their leader, the lion, and make a full day of collective action. Then one of the animals meets the main character of the story because the bat is clearly not working together with the others, not contributing to the action. The animal asks, hmm, why are you not joining us for this collective action to make the world a beautiful surface? And the bat says, oh, but I'm not really an animal, you see, you know, look, I can fly, I'm a bird. And the bat flies around a bit to demonstrate that it is a bird. The next day, all the birds of the world gather together and decide to make the sky blue. Each one has to bring a blue flower from the earth and put it high in the sky. And like this, the whole sky should become blue. And then in the middle of the action, one of the birds will meet the bat and ask, why are you not joining in the work? Look how everyone is working. And the bat answers, oh, hmm. well, um, but I'm not really a bird. I'm actually more like an animal. And they make some moves to demonstrate that they're an animal and not a bird. The second part of the story is that after all the work, the earth and the sky really turn out great and they will celebrate it with a party. The birds are flying in the air in circles and lines and triangles, but then the bat flies in and disturbs. One bird asks quite angrily, What are you doing here? You're an animal, like you said, not a bird. Then the bat immediately leaves and goes to the animal party. And there all the different animals are dancing in circles. When the bat flies in, they immediately ask him, Hey, but we thought you were a bird. As you said before, you better go to the bird party. Then the bat goes to their own cave, the place where they sleep, and hangs there upside down, quite frustrated. They look into the camera and say, Yes, you birds and animals, you are powerful and you are many. But I, on the other hand, I'm one. I'm, I'm me. And then the voiceover takes over and says, And for thousands and thousands of years, the bat hanged there upside down in the dark cave. I just saw passing uh, that you will be uh, giving a, a lecture in China uh, in a seminar and that you wrote that uh, the pandemic has been uh, very good for your um, artistic career mm. or something like that. It's true. I have this talk, a presentation tomorrow uh, in mainland China and I stated actually that this was, uh, I, will, I will talk about how this is the peak of my career already or 
only now, I'm not sure. Um, and it's, it's true in the sense that I am so lucky to live in Austria where most of the freelance artists uh, who are registered at the social security are receiving just money for nothing without having to produce anything or show receipts. And it's the first time this happened to me. And I feel, I always dreamt of this moment of just um, not working for money, not having to worry or do stuff for money. And I, yeah, so this is actually as good as it can get for me. And it's uh, probably not going to last. I mean, the vaccine is coming and I'm, I'm fearing to go back to the, to the regular way of being an artist. That's why I would say this is a great time for me and my so-called career. And what is the Tokyo give in China? I will, um, I will uh, mix up, what is this, like three or four formats. So the things that we miss now in live events, um, for me that's having breaks and chatting with other people who come to see a show, uh, whispering, um, yeah, like, you know, gossip. And I find that when we do online Zoom events, then all that is like cleanly cut away. So there's no chance for anyone to talk with anyone else. You might be lucky if you see them present and that's already great. So I will try to include a lot of socializing for the people that attend this presentation. And I also, of course, I'll talk about some of my works and give some examples and and then do some maybe some games i mean the whole thing is a bit like a game slash presentation it's titled um auto domestication right mm, yeah. yeah that's kind of like a standard title now for my <laughs> everything i do mm. uh leaves mm. leaves space to to imagine and it allows me to like do whatever that comes up because then people will still have to figure out how this relates to auto domestication in the book there is a text that is called auto domestication what is it it's been different things um yeah, this, I, it started when I had to answer the question, what is the responsibility of the artist? And that question was so irritating. And I also couldn't say no to trying to at least come up with a, a talk um, for this event about the artist's responsibility. And I, and instead of like answering it directly i simply compared the different responsibilities that um, pets have and and artists so pets as artists and, and um, i i showed pictures how cats dogs 
mice, hamsters, fish, uh, and, and any all different kind of animals are valuable to their owners for being themselves and for being creative and for for their fresh view on or they're not fresh but for their different view on our uh, life and society and so there are similarly artists are let's say valued for being themselves so the more you manage to be just you is the better that is and also we we often forget that as artists that it's not so important that we work or what our work are is but actually just existing in the society is the is a power in itself like how artists uh, let's say gentrify or make a neighborhood kind of cool or how they they decide basically what the public opinion could be on things and yeah so this is the backstory for auto domestication um and it has been inspiring for me personally because i also struggled to understand like how to position myself and i wasn't happy with um competing with my friends and colleagues uh, for um, opportunities and i wasn't happy also having negative feelings about my colleagues some of my colleagues works so for example that i solved for myself by like just looking at different types of pets and how they might not be friends with each other or you know there's like let's say we have some people like snakes and some people like turtles and some are cat people and some are dog people and but end of the day they're all belong to the pet industry and participate in that as pets and so you have to remember that we're colleagues no matter what the what we look like or what we eat so yeah it's like therapy for me personally it's just to and it's also let's say a way to to find a standing point politically uh micro politically so to be like it's more than just announcing solidarity but it's it's like how to really embody solidarity uh or to make it fully understandable for myself so i think um for me it's not enough just to to call the word solidarity but it has to be really yeah i needed to solve that basically what's the relation for you between pedagogy and art making because this auto domestication seems to come up in both spaces oh it's just it's a difference of formats so there are workshops where people come with different expectations then they come to live performances and it's sometimes even different people and there are different expectations when you go to a presentation i i equally like and dislike all these formats um 
and with workshops um, there are some things that are that are allow um, let's say learning maybe differently and getting to know each other differently than a live event and or a presentation i mean really i don't think there's a difference for me artistically it's it's really like i could work with any of this it's a bit like painting drawing and sculpture it makes me think that it's a different like when you say it's a different format it's a a different way of practicing as a spectator or as a workshop participant mm -hmm. uh, like the the questions yeah and and it makes me think also about the work performances for pets and yeah I, i'm just uh, remembering this this work that you once proposed to us which was a, a workshop on sleeping taught by a dog in which uh, human participants were invited to um, attend a workshop led by a dog uh, were sleeping and to observe and understand like what what sleeping means or how to relate to sleep uh, with a uh, an animal a pet yeah mm. it's more common but yeah yeah it's, i mean it's amazing how pets and animals can teach workshops because we already know that uh, the what the workshop can do and what it can be so and uh, I enjoy how let's say the participants of the workshop can fill in so much so that the teacher actually when you come in when you or anyone walks into a room and is assigned to be the teacher of the workshop so much is already given in that moment that you do not need to say that you're the teacher you, you don't need to prove that you're the teacher and in fact if the topic in this case sleeping is already announced everybody is is clear to go and and it's very i mean i was really enjoying learning sleep from a dog and with the performances for pets i admit that we are also still taking advantage of the popularity of pets and so somehow this really this work has really propelled into like popular culture and like we never got so many interviews on any of any other of uh, my works and that is thanks to the pets. So still, I mean, we, we owe pets. And when we decided to perform for them, it was a bit like, well, we, we want to just try if we are good enough. And we were like, maybe, me and Alex were like, maybe we won't be. And well, but we had to come up with some idea. So we were like, okay, let's, let's try it it sounds so silly and really it is a silly idea but we kept doing it and and slowly through also it's somehow important to keep going when things when it's possible and only later have have we like found out how performances for pets 
also helps their humans um, and even people who haven't seen it. Not doesn't help them, but let's say it's a little bit like it's a performance for pets, but it's a pedagogical experience for everyone else. Um, for some people, it's pedagogical to be like, how is this not for me? It, it's how is this not for humans? And for someone else is to ask the question like, but how do animals know if it's art? And how do I know if it's art? And um, how does anyone know, in fact? Or if, if pets are audience members, then, um, or if they are also artists, then, um, I, well, now I'm getting a bit carried away <laughs> asking questions that I, I have no idea who is asking those anyway, but, um, but you, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I remember also that when we, we started to suggest to represent as part of the gallery, uh, performances for pets, um, you and Alex uh, invited us to come to Vienna and to uh, learn with you uh, how how the performance is happening and so how Adriano and I could perform for uh, dogs uh, just to understand also what the works entail. And I remember very much in, in the practice because then Adriano and I performed for a few dogs uh, more or less successfully. Um, but then it was also about understanding of how do how, how do they how do pets deal also with the unknown um, with a form of also uh, maybe stress or anxiety of what you see you you're not used to it and I remember that for me also as a performer for pet I, I learned a lot in understanding also what is the relationship of an audience to a performance and how do we deal with what we don't know, what we expect, how do we like uh, fear or enjoyment or, yeah. Mm, and you find out what kind of audience member you tend to be also, right? And yeah, indeed, yeah, yeah like yeah, how you behave, yeah. Mm. So, Everyone's just uh, muted out. <laughs> Am I, should I fill the silence with something? I, I really enjoy having questions or um, some other kind of prompts. If you need any advice, I'm really into giving advice as well. I mean, maybe I, I need small talk advice. Mm, small mm. talk, yeah. I mean, the small talk, I think, is the most problematic, maybe, for me. Mm -hmm. or maybe because it's so old. And small talk also needs to be really up to date. And I, I wrote it, like, the same day of the show, of the premiere, so that it would be super fresh. I mean, I wrote it, like, a few days because it's 20 pages. But now some of it is, like, so up outdated and I hope there is like some kind of historic value to this <laughs> eventually but now it's like not old enough because it's from 2008 but also mm. not um, totally not fresh anymore so but you know we were just uh, re-reading -re the uh, script the first script script number one that actually starts like 
nowadays uh, Zoom sessions, um, which is like, um, um, is this thing on? Oh, that's true, that's true. Hello, one, two, one, two, hello. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I want. That's true, it could really be a Zoom scripted talk. Hmm. Oh, you're right. Yeah, maybe it, it could even be <laughs> re-performed as a Zoom show. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Maybe. Is this thing on? Hello? One, two, one, two. Hello? One, two. Can you hear me? Yes. Fine, let's start. Who is A? Okay, I'm B. C? Who is A? I think it's me. A, B, C. B, C, A. End of script one. That was short. That was just a tryout, I think, to check if everything is working okay. I see. Yes, it works fine. Yes, for me too. So, and now what? I don't know. I think it's over, but the next conversation will start then. But are we going to read all the scripts? Really? No, I don't think so. Let's see. Oh, I see. Oh, so let's hear. What is this thing really about? Small talks between audience members. Let's see, this is a kind of like waiting for, but without Godot, and without the tree. Who is the tree? Hello, hello, one, two, one, two, three. But I also feel a bit, let's say it's called a monograph and stuff, so I'm like, wow, is this, that's it? That's my work, so what if I do something <laughs> else? <laughs> and it's not in there. And yeah. what if the interview I just gave like a few weeks ago, that was really funny, and why is that not in this book? So hmm. it's just always disappointments. And <laughs> so it's there also in this book. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's it, I guess. And mm -hmm. what we have at the back is... Oh, yeah. I'm not a good student. I'm just... A, I'm not... I'm not also the worst one. I'm just a student. But, I mean, really, I could have said I'm... Um, I'm an artist. Not a good one, but also not the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you a lie. I have mice inside me. It's true. I can't remember right now how it is true, but I know it is. <laughs> I like cats. Video. The other day, my teacher told me, do you understand anything at all? Do you understand what I'm doing here? Do you have any idea what you are doing here? I answered, no, I don't. Do you know who I am? 
I know you are the program coordinator. You coordinate the program. And I am a student. I'm not a good student. But I'm also not the worst one. I have my ways. You are sneaky, she said. That's true.